Welcome, folks, to the Goose Gossip Podcast. I'm your host, Levi Gerke. Thank you for tuning in. I have on a lot of great guests that come on to the show. Also have an Instagram and Facebook. Just look up the Goose Gossip Podcast. Helps you stay updated with new guest speakers as well as some great content. This podcast is brought to you by the following. Molt Gear. For 16 years, Molt Gear has been bringing the hunt hard, hunt alive philosophy with their lineup of calls, instructional material, and apparel. Each call is tuned by the owner of three-time World Live Goose Calling Champion Scott Trinan, based in the heart of Goose Country, Rochester, Minnesota. Check them out at www.moltgear.com. Dakota Decoy Company, established in 2007. Dakota Decoy Company has built and grown the company to offer a full lineup of top-quality decoys, blinds, and accessories that you, the demanding hunter, not only expects, but deserves. Located in Vermilion, South Dakota, along the Missouri River. Or check them out on www.dakotadecoy.com. Premium gunning decoys for demanding hunters. Mallard Bay is an Airbnb-style marketplace for discovering and booking guided hunting and fishing adventures. The Mallard Bay platform was built by sportsmen for sportsmen, and their mission is to help expand access to affordable and successful hunting by connecting you with verified outfitters across the U.S. You can browse trips and prices by state or species, select the dates you'd like to go, message outfitters, and make your deposit with a credit card. Fastest and easiest way to book a guided trip with a verified outfitter, go to www.mallardbay.com. Other guys' outfitters, home to one of the biggest concentrations of waterfowl in the United States. Great people, great hunting. Reach out to them on their Instagram and message them to book your hunt now or you will not want to miss out on their hunts next year. Bourbon Media prides themselves in being the leader in all things digital marketing for the outdoors industry. Websites, social media management, paid advertising, SEO, logo and design, and content creations. Focus more on your business and let the professionals at Bourbon Media increase your company's digital profits. Contact them on Instagram or Facebook at Bourbon Media or reach out to them on their website at bourbon-media.com. Webfoot Waterfowl Co., the most comfortable and trustworthy lanyards you can buy. Many options available from color to size. Head over to their website, www.webfootwaterfowl.com. As well, you can find them on Instagram. Go check out their product. I have several of their lanyards. Love every single one I have. K2 Coolers, established in 2011 with a commitment to design a quality cooler that would give years of reliable service at very affordable prices. Located in Broussard, Louisiana, check them out at www.k2-coolers. When you think of K2 coolers, think real value, real cold. Big thank you out to all my listeners for enjoying this podcast as much as I do. It is great hearing from all the great feedback from all my listeners. Sit back and enjoy this episode. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of the Goose Gossip Podcast. We're here in my lovely home state, or hometown, actually, Mitchell, South Dakota, and uh, Matt Robertson and uh, Nick. Oh, my gosh, I forgot your last name. <laughs> Nick, what's your last name? Sorry. Gilliard. Gilliard, okay. And uh, High Point, right? Or, yes, right? Yes. High Point Outfitters, yes, sir. Yes, the best uh, outfitter in the Minnesota or something like that? Or uh, Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I, okay. I, would, I would humbly say no. Uh, we're definitely trying, um, but... 
We do well. Yeah. We'll hey, get I, got, I got to start off with saying thank you for uh, responding or adding me on. Snap. How long ago did you add me on Snap? Like literally on Monday or Sunday, I think it was. Yeah. yeah and, I think and it was then, like not even a week ago. And then so I slid up on your story and you're like Sodak bound. And I'm like, where are you going? And you're like, uh, Mitchell. And I'm like, no, you're not. And I'm like, <laughs> let me come home and hang out with you and go hunting. You're like, yeah, come along. So I, I right. really appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, man, no problems. It's a. Uh... It's been a pleasure to have you so far. Yeah, I'm, I, hopefully I haven't pissed you off yet. No. No. Yeah. No. No. By by no means <laughs> the the uh, the camaraderie so far has been excellent. I, hopefully the hunting tomorrow is better than this evening. Uh yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't I don't really care about the hunting to be honest. You know what? Honestly, we had a long season in Arkansas. It was very successful. Um, happy to have it and. To be honest, we're looking forward for the season to be over. Yeah, you're kind of excited that it's just a buddy hunt and things of that nature. I mean, how does that unfold for happiness to you? I mean, is this kind of like just like good laid back? You're still doing almost like your job, but it's like you actually get to just hang out, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, we had an opportunity to, to to book some clients out here, but to be honest with the migration being the way that it's been so thus far, um, was pretty hesitant on booking clients. Yeah. And just hesitant on the confidence that it would be as successful as clients would like it to be. Right. Um, you know, when we set out on this, this venture with high point outfitters, I, <clears throat> I kind of vowed to, <coughs> excuse me. I kind of vowed that I was not going to, uh, just take people's money and take them out just to take them out. Right. That's like, that's a valuable thing to have as an outfitter or running an outfitter in, in all sense of realms of anything. Just the ethics around it. I mean, I've, uh, I've seen it, too often with with too many outfitters around the country they're you know the fly-by-nighters or or whatever you want to call them they're just not doing it the right way in my eyes right you know i look at it from a client's perspective um you know they're paying you for a service that service is essentially a product and the product is dead birds sometimes it's like that nick how long have you been uh working for um matt then you know, this will actually be my first year. I oh, met, okay. I met Matt, and we were both chasing molt migrators, and we got permission on the same field in Minnesota. <laughs> Says he got permission. He knows that he didn't. I did. Actually, it was my buddy, by the way. <laughs> Ryan um, Ope, I'm sure you will listen to this, and you and I both know that I got that permission first, buddy. I was just there for the calling, to be honest with you, but... You know, we met that first day, and ever since then, we've been hunting together, so it's been that's great. Good, that's good. So, yeah. So, and then to jump in on that, so <clears throat> I was actually running client, well, a client that day. He's actually not even really a client. It was kind of a fun hunt, but he is, uh, his name is Darren, and he is uh, uh, permanently in a wheelchair. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's got, it's really cool. He's got a track chair. That goes hunting, and you went hunting with him in this track chair? Yeah. I guess that's got to be so that unique to be. is sweet. How fast it go in the field? <laughs> I think, I don't know. I want to say it goes like maybe three or four miles an hour. Like it thing actually it moves. It cooks pretty good. Yeah. It's got like tracks. Like, on is it one of those ones that like elevates him, or is it just like he's just stationary no, in that not, one? You know, Darren's okay. not standing. He's sitting. Okay. But anyway, so, excuse me. Well, you're good. These mango beers are getting to me. <laughs> um, no, so anyway, so we pull up to the field, and I see that there's somebody in there, and I didn't go early because I knew that I was the only one getting permission. Oh, for sure. And, That's usually uh, how it goes. Yeah, and lo and behold, this <laughs> this guy is sitting there. Ding bad. You wanted to say ding bad, didn't you? I mean, I want to say something way worse. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Most definitely. You know, you know, is, is this an uncut podcast? <laughs> is this uncut? Can we say swear words? You can say swear words all you want, but just know that this is unedited in all, all reality. <laughs> <laughs> Even that part. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. No. Um, so 
I pull up to the field and I see all these headlights in the field and I'm like, what oh, no. the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like, I'm pissed. And one of our other guides, Troy, is like, I don't know who these guys are. I ain't hunt with them. I ain't hunt with them. And my mentality is like, I want to try and make a friend more than make an enemy with it. Yeah. And uh, that's what we did. I was like, hey, man, you know, I know you guys don't have permission to hunt the standing corn that's just to the north of this. I do. Let's just all hunt together in the standing corn because you can hide an army. Yeah. And that's what we did. And I don't know, Nick, what did we kill? Five or six that morning? Yeah, we killed five or six. And Darren actually hauled four of them back on his wheelchair. Yes, sir. <laughs> Really? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was it it was a cool experience. And ever since then, like I heard him call and I was like, wait, oh, Darren calls even. No, 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 no. Oh, Nick. I oh, heard, Nick call. Okay. I heard Nick call and I was like, I got to get that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so how long was it from that grace period of from that hunt to uh, you and Nick interconnecting of like, let's let's do this, you know, immediately, literally. immediately, yeah. literally, literally the day it, like probably two hours later we're on the phone. So here's another question I really have for guide services all the time. Now, you guys it sounds like you guys have a good friendship. How many hardships do you guys have through the year just between you and Nick? And that's not to bring anything out of you, but like, it's like everybody talks about, Oh yeah, we killed 300 this and that, you know But I'm saying? Like when is there bad times between um, an owner and a, and a, and a, um, an employee, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, honestly to be, to be honest with Nick, I've never had one. Really? No, I, I've never had one. Nick works his ass off. Uh, Nick is an excellent goose caller and he knows, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Um, he is, he's somebody I trust to yeah. go out and, and run a, a honker hunt all by himself if he needed to with five, six clients. Next, that talented of a goose caller for sure. So do you, do you enjoy it the most like Nick running, running in Minnesota or this year? Did you go down to Arkansas then? I did. Yeah, you I, did. So yep. what, was that your first year down in Arkansas then? It was. What was like the experience from the first get go? The way, jumping down to that state, was it just like eye opening or were you like kind of like scared in a sense too? No, I definitely wasn't scared. Um, going to a new state definitely had me excited. Right. Um, it was definitely a grind, definitely a mental beat down for sure. But, you know, we powered through, got her done every day and stayed on the birds. So that's good that's good so what'd you guys hunt in arkansas ducks mainly or did you guys what'd you guys do for for high point in arkansas no we did we did no ducks in arkansas oh okay uh, <laughs> no i i am we, we are not going to pretend like we know what we're doing down in arkansas in the fall <laughs> even in through january i know that there are some outfitters out there that do but that's just not us right. um nope we uh we, we chase spring snow goose in the spring conservation order okay cool yeah yep. so it starts february 1st and uh nick and i geared up and left minnesota minus 25 degrees ambient air temp on january 24th or 5th 6th yeah see i don't even know <laughs> what, what good thing you got nick here good yeah. thing you got nick yeah. here. what day is today is yeah it, is it friday well it's the 18th or something it's like been that. too long yeah but anyway so we we left uh we left that morning and we didn't get home until february 25th Overall, one out of ten. What was Arkansas like then for you guys? For us as an outfitter, yeah, ten. Ten. Really. I would say, yep. and that's just me. You know, being being the owner, being the one that set it all up, being positive well, about it. I'm not going to take credit for that because there was everybody had their hand in it for sure. Right. Um. You know, there's me. Uh, there's our lead snow goose guide, Troy Kuno. Um very reputable little guy and and very kind very honest and a very good snow goose hunter hmm. <clears throat> um you know it, he he helped as well he has he has contacts in the industry as well as i and uh you know nick came down nick's a nick's hell of a help down there and 
Uh, but as as far as a, a score, one to ten, I'd say ten. You know, we had fifty six booked clients for our first year in Arkansas. I'd wow. say that's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah, with with not having any infrastructure down there, like client base wise. Mm-mm. Wow. No, yeah, that, 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 that's got to be social media, word of mouth, and you know, with, with references throughout the industry. Do you get a lot of your business through Facebook, hypothetically? Because, like, I've heard across the board that there's a lot of outfitters that get business through Facebook, and it bothers me. It's like, how? how? Like, why? <laughs> I mean, it would like, be, it, it's almost no different than, do you remember when you were little and you'd see all those infomercials of, like, you know, excuse me, I remember one specifically when I was little, there was one with these fishing lures, and I saw it all the time, all the time, and yeah, my dad true. was like, you want those, don't you? And I said, yeah, and I got them for him for a birthday present. It's the same thing. It's just not on television. It's, it's on your phone. Are you on Facebook then? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see yeah. a lot of people coming through Facebook then? Yeah, we do. Yeah, I, I would say I would say a good amount of our, um, a good amount of our business came from Facebook. Yeah. I would I would think. Yeah. Yep. Um, what came up with the name of High Point? So, uh, you know, actually, it, it's a partnership. It's me and uh, and and Andrew Kalupa. Okay. Um, he does English setters. He breeds them, and he runs nothing but Upland. Huh. And he is in Big Lake, Minnesota, um, yeah, I don't 20 know minutes north of me. And he uh, has he has a company already called High Point Setters. Oh, it just made sense then. So, yeah. Just High made, Point Setters. So there's really no, like, cool-ass story about High Point Outdoors. And I mean, for me, I mean... For the I, name. For I, the name. I mean, I think that's cool I, that, that we kept that... Trend. Okay, that, that's that we true. kept that trend going, you know, but it's like junior uh, and senior for like a, a kid's yeah. name or something. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, I, are, so is High Point Outdoors? That's just the junior to the High Point senior to the to the retriever, then. Yeah, and I would say now confidently that the High Point Outfitters <laughs> is now the, is now the senior. So you get all your dogs from him, then? No, I don't. Oh. I don't do much upland hunting, to be honest. Oh shoot, yeah. That, see, I, sometimes I understand. I don't understand myself. I mean the the. <laughs> The whole premise of it was to try and do combo hunts yeah. for Upland. Yeah. It just hasn't. I mean, it hasn't stuck yet. Not that it's not that we're running away from it. Right. It just hasn't stuck yet. And you know, I think for Upland, people look at you know states like what we're in now, South Dakota. That's what my next or my next thing to tell you is: if you start getting the revenue and the infrastructure of money wise, dude, build a lodge here and buy fucking pen raised pheasants. Even if you get twenty acres, right. I mean, you, you're sitting I pretty. Mean, you know what? Minnesota has some really good pheasant hunting. You just got to know where to find them. Really though, it's it's not bad. I don't know about that. See, Honestly, but we can shoot them off the road bad. here in South Dakota. Oh, well, there's yeah, one. Shoot you know them what I'm off saying? The road. Yeah, that's not hunting though. Yeah, but it's pheasants. I Do mean, you really want to walk that's, that's 300 like, yards for yeah. just maybe a possibility of one flying up? I don't think so. I don't. Oh, I, I mean, really don't. You see this gut? I don't <laughs> I don't walk for fun. You know what I'm saying? No. Wouldn't that be the same thing as like somebody paying for a snow goose hunt and they go and jump them for you instead? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. that's, a fair, that's a fair devil's advocate. You know, it's all about the... But these are wild birds. Like, I'm not shooting well, pen Well, are they wild if they're pens? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> All right, enough about pheasants then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I love pheasant hunting, and that's that's what I pretty much grew up doing as a kid. Was yeah, duck hunting with my dad in a twelve foot John boat, freezing my ass off, and never wanting to leave. And then uh, my grandparents, <clears throat> my grandparents lived in Iowa. Yeah, and we would go down there every year for Thanksgiving, 
and just hammer pheasants. And I would do it with a break action, 20 gauge, single shot. Hmm. And I would, I mean. I still have my first shotgun every. I still do too. And I will I'm, never sell that thing ever I, in my yeah. entire life. My I still dad, have it and I'm giving it to my son, Tyson. That's what my dad said. He yeah. said, I'm going to buy you this, but if you sell it. He said some select words that, you know, probably, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Not fit for this podcast. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I just think that something like that, that your father is, like, so encouraging on, like, buying you something like a first shotgun, you should really just, like, you know, with him saying that, it, like, stuck with me to this point already, you know? Like, that's so, like, genuine in itself, you right. know? I mean, when your dad purchases you your first shotgun. Well, because it's, like, a tradition that's, yeah. that's starting, you know? It's not... Um, you know, it's not something that he's doing for himself. He's doing it for right. you. Yeah, exactly. So, like, when I grew up, my dad would just take me road hunting. And I'll never forget this day. <laughs> I was sitting there, you know, like, 15-year-old me walking down the center of this uh, this road. I know we said nothing with pheasants, but I just got to rig this up. I'm walking down with my single shot, 12 gauge, just like, and all these pheasants, like. Center line, right? You can hunt center uh, line here? Oh, yeah. Can right. you? Yeah. Dirt you can, road, though. You can walk right down the center of that dirt road. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's just all these pheasants flying over, all these pheasants. And little me, they were probably like 30 yards, but I thought they were too far of a shot. And I get back in the truck, he's like, why the fuck didn't you shoot? You know, and I was like, what? <laughs> just was like, what? Yeah. I mean, there was, like, there was like 40 or 50. I'm not kidding you. And I'll never forget that. Just a swarm of them. I, I didn't know what to do. I just had this single shot 12 gauge, and my dad is right behind me, you know, just creeping along with me. And I was like, what in the heck? You know, like growing up doing that stuff where... Um, like I used to have a BB gun and I'd p- pump it before I could actually, oh, hell yeah, dude. you know, before I could actually hell shoot a gun yeah. yep. and my dad, every once in a while, just let me, uh, point my BB gun out the window and shoot into a slough to try to kick up some pheasants is what he told me. You know, I right. don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, I know. I used to walk down the railroad tracks and chuck, uh, rocks. Really? For my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So like, what's, what's the number one thing that brings Minnesota from a different aspect of like hunting to, let's just say Arkansas, since you have went down there, what's, is there a lot more positive to Minnesota? Obviously you've lived and grown up there and this and that and the other, but can you speak highly of Minnesota over Arkansas? Cause Arkansas is like this quotation marks, like gold mine, you know? Well, I mean, it depends on, on what you're talking about specifically. If you're talking about ducks, Arkansas is king. Right. That's true. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, let's, let's leave it at, well, cause does Arkansas kill big geese? Um, I mean, many you, down there I to think, be honest uh, with you, because they you kill can. lesser or lessers in Arkansas, don't they? You, yeah, you definitely can. No, not very many lessers. So it's Ar- 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 Arkansas, Arkansas is like specks Arkansas and specks and snows, specks and snows and ducks, specks, snows and ducks. There's there's a few Canada's that you can shoot. Okay, well, okay let's leave it at this. Like, what's city limits? We as as high point outfitters. So like in Minnesota, I don't. I'm not gonna say I. We do not sell specific like. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. X amount of dollars for a duck hunt, X amount of dollars for a I don't get how you hunt. could do that. Because it's so inconsistent. How do you sell a duck hunt? You know how many duck hunts I've been on that have turned into a goose hunt? Or how many goose hunts I've been on I that agree. have turned into a duck hunt? I agree. Correct. So yeah. we just sell waterfowl hunts. And we give you the best chance to shoot waterfowl. So you guys... Which is mainly Canada geese. Right. The years of experience you guys have is from... You were a little one? Because, like, I asked that question because I've only been hunting waterfowl for, like, eight years. Yeah. I mean, I'm 31. I've been hunting Canada, or I've been hunting waterfowl since I was five. Really? Yep. Wow. Like, I just, I mean, it's just, like, so different hearing from, like, different stories of, like, how people, like, got into it or this and that and the other. Like, it just, it opens your eyes for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Banquets. Dude, I love banquets. Banquets. (laughs) 
You know, I don't really like do. beer that often. I'm more of a uh, Captain Morgan kind of guy, but this ain't that bad. Really? For me to drink beer, dude, it's got to be ice cold. Yeah, I seen that you and those the bartender K2, those K two coolers you got. Yeah, those keep them ice cold. Yeah, they kept them ice cold. Well, I mean, it's 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 pretty warm outside. You know what I'm saying? But it is. It uh, what is, what was it today? Sixty one, sixty two degrees. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty warm. I just warm. got those to uh, this or literally today because then I was texting yeah, you're like, you. Are said you you're like, I gotta wait for these coolers, dude. Dude, I was not. And dude, that was the longest like till noon. I mean, I was sitting on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram for way too long. What kind of rabbit hole did you get down? Uh, a terrible one. A terrible <laughs> one. A, like, a, just an awful Shaking one. Ass. Like, a very bad one. But then <laughs> then the FedEx truck came there, and I was like a little kidney candy store. I was hopping around like a rabbit. I was like, ah, oh, they're here, they're here, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, tomorrow, are we gonna are we going to kill some snow geese, or what's the deal? Come on. I don't know, dude. I hope so. I mean, we set out <laughs> enough decoys. Nick, how many decoys do you think we got out there? Oh, my God. I don't even know. Probably 3,500, I'd say. Really? I think we're actually... When I drove... I think we're at, like, the 3,900 mark for the 4, It's 000. a monster. Yeah, I drove... You, you gave me the pin, obviously, and I'm driving up, and I'm like... I mean, I'm optimistic that a lot of people that hunt snows, they have big spreads, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy ain't fucking around. Like, he ain't, he ain't messing around. He's like, he's like, he, he, and then Matt, he's being all, like, humble. He's like, oh, did you see the spread? No, dude. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Drove right past it. Well, I mean, what did we add today? We added, like, 1,200 to it. Yeah, it looks and nice. You couldn't, I, you couldn't really see it. You know, I, I would like to, uh, you don't have a drone, do you? No, I wish. I'm not. Fuck. I, well, see, it looks like I'm rich with all the stuff I have, but I am poor as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm poor as fuck. Poor as, I would believe that you were poor if you rolled up in like a 1998, like Oldsmobile. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Everything is owned by the bank if you really want it to be that way. That's true. And no, that's, um, you know, as far as tomorrow goes, dude, I hope so. I mean, with a, uh, at least if the wind is what the yeah. weatherman says the wind is going to be. The weatherman is never. We this know the weatherman is way too good. This year he's been awful. Awful. Oh, it's going to be cloudy. Bullshit. It's sunny and it's not windy. I uh, hope so. I mean, it. what do we have today? We had like a 10, 12 mile an hour north wind and they pushed hard. The way I look at hunting anymore, and I think everybody can agree anymore like it's just it's literally solely about how you make the hunt you know camaraderie and this and that and the other correct birds are literally the biggest bonus ever and i'm not a hypocrite because like three years ago it was oh we ain't killing i ain't having fun but it's like it's like moments like this in this hotel room it's like what else would you be doing you know it's like would you rather would you rather be at home or would you rather go kill two birds and two in the whole weekend yeah, it's it's there, but it's just like, I don't know. Well, honestly, it depends on who you ask. I mean, they say that you get to a point in your waterfall career, quote unquote. Career, yeah. Um, where you, you know, like you, you hit these stages, you hit these stages of like, I got to kill. I got to kill one. I got to kill. You get to you got to kill your first one. Then you got to kill your limit and you'll do anything and everything to kill your limit. I mean, I, I really feel like it does teach a person about waterfall in the first. Definitely. And it, it takes I mean, it takes a while to get to that point. Like, with, I mean, what, what, like what Nick says, you're pretty old. So, I mean, like, oh well, how long God. did it take you? Probably like 61, old. I think, honestly. Yeah, mine is 30. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I had to break that up. I got to break that up. Mine is 30. I'm 31. I'm <laughs> oh, God, I pick on him all the time. I'm surprised he doesn't have any gray in that ginger beard yet. <laughs> Dude. Thank you. <laughs> That kid that I pointed out at the restaurant tonight was a ginger. I am not a ginger. Well, every time the sun shines in your beard when you blow a goose call, it's definitely red. 
hey, you make fun of a red beard, you will get a red beard. Oh, I already have one. Oh, okay. When it comes in full Amish. I can't it. believe you just said that on air. <laughs> it don't matter. You no. could do... They there's build a the lot best of, building. Have you ever went to... Do you guys have colonies in um, in Minnesota? Yeah, I've never seen one, though, like, actually. Like a colonies. Like straight up colonies. Colonies? Like Hutterites. I don't really know, to be honest. I've seen a couple horses in a carriage one time. That's it in Minnesota? Dude, where naked Way house? west, though. No, it was like... Well, yeah, there's, there's one in my house every now and then, but... Well, towards like Sox Center, definitely. There's a church over there. You guys want to go check out one tomorrow afternoon? Definitely. I mean, there's not that. I think we're going to be killing geese, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, that is what we're here for. Yeah. No, we we leave the snow goose bread. Hey, check out this uh, Hutterite farm. We did that tonight so that we could go get food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. What do you think about Blarney's? I liked it, dude. That whatever was that your first time at Barney's too? Then yeah, that was pretty smack. Not yeah. gonna lie, dude. Whatever burger I had, that was bomb. Was it really? Yeah, I've never had that burger. Who puts a grilled like two grilled cheeses as your quote unquote bread? Yeah, that's epic. <laughs> yeah, no and kidding. Like the cheese was melted perfectly. Oh god. Yeah, I'd get it again. Ten out of ten. Where what, is Parker what would at? Who? Where's Parker at? Woman problems. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Because the, the reason I said that is because Parker was like, triple cheeseburger or whatever, you know? I was like, oh, yeah, I yeah, never yeah. even knew that was on the menu. Mm. You should have got the Irish nachos, though. I should have. They looked really good, and they, they smelled are. good, too. Yeah. I would have allowed you a lot of bite, but I, I said that I was getting full about halfway through, and I just powered through. That's why this gut is the way it is, you know? You just hey, man. keep pushing through. See, like, my, my roommate, <laughs> he's, like, trying to, like, gain weight to turn it into muscle. And I'm like, well, teach me how to lose weight, and I'll t- teach you how to gain weight. Trust me, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. fucking easy. Banquet beer and uh, yeah, what was that menu item called? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, Irish nachos. Yeah, oh yeah, you eat plenty of those. Banquet beer and Irish nachos. Yeah, eat Taco Bell every twice a week. You'll be fine. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, what's a what's one of your favorite restaurants up in Minnesota that's different from South Dakota or something? Hmm. Like a like a a small town like there's like a. It's like all over in, in Minnesota, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know that Minnesota really has one that South Dakota doesn't, to be honest. Really? Mm-mm. What? South Dakota might have an Applebee's. That's my favorite. Oh, dude. $2. No, we have all $2 sorts $2 of Applebee's. Long Islands? Yep. I'm Hello. In. See, you can get screwed up at an Applebee's really fast if you don't pay attention. <laughs> Correct. Very fast. This is true. Correct. Very fast. No, um... You had mentioned something about like what separated Minnesota from Arkansas. Yeah. And because we do waterfowl hunts, ours are mainly Canada geese. And what separates, I would say what separates Minnesota from other places is Minnesota's so, and continuing to get so developed all of the time. Yeah. That your areas for hunting are starting to shrink all the time. So that forces you to, one, get creative, two, be better on your goose call, and three, either bulk your spread up or really set realistic decoy spreads Yeah, and hide like you wouldn't believe. Hide is always number one. I don't care where you go or what you do, anything yes, hunting. Correct. Literally anything hunting, mm-hmm. hide. Like hide. hide. Well, location, hide. I get that. I get that. But I- Lo- Location and hide kind of go hand, hand in hand there, but... Everything but location and hide and scouting, everything after that, yeah. 
You could do whatever you want if you really put your mind to it. X, or if you find anything, like oh, yeah. anything. You find oh, yeah. the right concentration of birds, you're, you're sitting fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You asked Nick if he'd rather hunt X or traffic. It'd be traffic any day of the week. There's nothing like setting a giant really? Canada spread and ripping on the call and just pulling them Yeah, I've never done traffic before. Never, ever. But see, that's why it's like all the stuff that you guys like, molds, trafficking, and like almost like permanent spreads of like big honkers and, and this and that. You can't do any of that in South Dakota around here. Sorry, in around Mitchell area. Because like this is obviously my hometown where I come hunting all the time. And like I just can't do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no big concentration of birds. Like our bird, like we get really happy about 200 bird feeds. Well, see, so that's about the same thing for me and Nick. Yeah. Because where me and Nick are, we are west of the metro. Oh, okay. And there's not... Here's the thing a lot of people don't understand. Oh, here we go. Well, I mean, this is just coming from experience. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Get a taste um, of that. Banquet <laughs> bear. The, the cities, like city of Minneapolis and all of the suburbs... Yeah. All of that is is one gigantic spread out refuge. And all of those birds funnel through that refuge continuing south until it is no longer a refuge anymore and it's back to agriculture. So the South Metro, I would argue to say that is probably some of the best goose hunting and duck hunting in the state of Minnesota. Hmm. It just catches you off guard with a lot of things in Minnesota. Because you get out to where we are in the West Metro, yeah, you're just getting birds that are naturally migrating. Right. So when they're naturally migrating, you're not getting huge, massive roosts until weather comes. Yeah. You're not getting a freeze up. Once you get a freeze up, then you will get a larger roost. And from that larger roost, you will be able to, you know, from then on kind of pick off pick off other uh you know hunts so to right speak. exactly yeah so i mean what i mean so you like trafficking you said like hollering at them the whole time and this and that and the other but what's what's so genuine about traffic hunting to you the thing that's different about traffic than an x is they don't know the field you know they have never touched feet in the field you can have you can make your own grass hide it doesn't really matter that's i mean true. you can just honestly do whatever you want so i mean once they start coming it's it's game over there if no. you traffic them or is it is it a constant effort the entire it's, time it's a constant effort for sure you definitely have to play with the goose call and read the birds but um i think traffic is a lot more effective because you don't have to worry about so many factors coming into play and you don't have to worry about somebody else getting permission for your field because who's gonna really who's really gonna <laughs> pick a traffic field? Well, I guess I good mean, thing. it depends on where. If you're in Minnesota, a lot of people. A lot of people will pick traffic fields. Have you ever ran into an issue with getting double permission on a traffic field? Oh, yeah, that's how we met. Yep, on exactly. a traffic field. Yes, yes. You didn't say that. Yeah, I thought you said a, it was. Well, I thought you said it was a feed. Traffic molt, kind of same difference. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I mean. So how many? Okay, how many? Uh, Days out of the or out of the year, do you pick traffic over feed? Every day, every single day. What? Yep. Like even if the feed is like awesome high and you get permission, you'll still. No. Do you want to know why? Why? Because if you, 
if you have permission on let let's let's this is all hypothetical here. Right, 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 right. This okay. is situational. You have permission on the X field. Yeah. And you have permission on a traffic field. Your one hunt just turned into two or three hunts if you wanted it to. That's true. Yeah, I know Nick Jay has uh, talked a lot about that, Nick, and that Nick makes Johnson sense. Johnson and Joe Heinz have talked about that a lot. A lot. And it's smart, though. It's very Absolutely. smart. It's it is very smart. smart. And the other thing is, like, you could get permission for all three. Like, the roost, like, can you... I wouldn't touch the roost until the end of the season, me personally. No, no, no. no. I'm saying but, get permission so it, to it so that nobody else touches it. Or do you guys not... Mm-hmm. Does Is there no really unethical people that hunt in Minnesota like that? Typically... Where birds roost in Minnesota are places you're not going to get to. Okay. I mean, early season, you're going to get to them, um, you know, in that September early goose season. But What's uh, a big goose in Minnesota? A big... Like, like a, I'm saying like... Size-wise? Yeah, size-wise. Mm, I don't know. I shot like a 15, 16-pounder early. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... You get giant Canada geese. It's late season. Don't get me wrong. Right. Some of, those early season, some of those early season geese are pretty big, too. So now, like we were talking about with the whole... Um, that. Water treatment plant, power plant, whatever it may oh, be. Oh, earlier today about Fergus Falls. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what do you? What, what's your thoughts on that? Is, is it really going to hurt you guys where you're at, Minnesota? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's been happening for a long time. Yeah, hasn't hasn't seemed to hurt. What hurt last year was the drought. Yeah. Yep. I you mean, guys had a drought last year. Hard oh, drought. Really. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. How bad was October, Nick? Oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't even begin to describe. I could go on and on about it. How really? Many, how many days did we hunt? Probably like 80%. Yeah, almost, I would say like 25 days in October, me and Nick hunted. Really? And I would say we blanked on more than 60% of those days. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was hard. It, this was, it, was, it was warm. There was no wind. There was no clouds. Every day was sunny. Every day was sunny. Did you guys have a rough season this year? Because a lot of people below us did. I mean, yeah. rough. Eh, yes. Missouri was say. terrible this year. Yeah. For geese, well, ducks. For the same reason. Ducks especially, was, I'd say. Because yeah. I mean, because it was warm. Yeah. And it was stale weather. We, I mean, and they're getting hunted hard. See, so, like in South Dakota, I had one of the best seasons I've had ever. Right. This year. Yeah. Well, South Dakota is like a mecca out here, and so is North Dakota. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> it you don't matter because I mean they have to apply. You have to apply. <laughs> yeah, I do, that's what I tell everybody. You apply, you can come. You know. Well, you apply and you get and you get drafted. Yes, you can come. Yeah, basically, and it's like I mean, not anybody can come. Right, exactly. And then like somebody will say, "Oh, you can come hang out and hung out with me," and it's like I have no return for them. Like no return for them. It's like. Well, you can come home with me, but you got to apply, you know? Mm-hmm. I know, it's fun. Yeah, I know. Well, it sucks, but at the same time, that I think that's what makes like South Dakota genuine, though. Absolutely. And there's like a lot of things about Minnesota that makes it genuine. Like, anybody can come up there and hunt, but really, could they figure it out? Probably not. Exactly. Probably not. I'm, I'm scared to go. I've never DIY Minnesota. Do you have people that DIY Minnesota? Like, from out of state? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah? I'm sure there are. What about, like, permission-wise? Is it hard for DIYers? Mm. Do you guys have to lease your stuff for High Point in Minnesota, or is it kind of like yeah. you? Yeah, I lease. I you do. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Like, what about you? Have a a lot of like good like um, friendships through farmers that you some of them you don't have to lease. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my best fields. Um, we call it Migrator Mountain. Really? It is an alfalfa field. Oh my god, it's the best. Juicy. It's so good. So um, is it pretty like uh like regular that you can like 
almost like bank on this field every once in a while that it's like like calendar geese like almost like are there every Any once in a while second weekend of september yeah really and yep i have all of his property i have since i was 21 i'm 31 now yeah we know this mm-hmm. he's Older. a he's a vietnam oh my god <laughs> shut the fuck up he's a vietnam war vet he's a vietnam war vet i just have to go over there drink beer pay him x amount of dollars and uh, listen to old Vietnam War stories. That's not even a bad and, thing, though. And shoot all of his pigeons. He hates them. Really? Yeah, he's a dairy farmer. Hey, can you put me on a pigeon hunt? Like, a I want to shoot... in Minnesota? Probably not. Oh. <laughs> just, yeah, you're, you're from South Dakota, hey, we just dude. got you, one locked a... down. Uh, we don't have any pigeon shooting here. We just got one. No, two of them. Yes. We don't have we don't have any pigeon shoots here. Them. Get that vi- get that videography lockdown. We'll get you on one. <laughs> yeah. I hope to figure it out. I really do, and that's why I said thank you for letting me come with. Because no, like dude. I'm trying to I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my all. People are gonna be like, this kid is annoying with his videoing, and I'll be like, dude, shut up. I hey, don't care. You know what? You gotta you gotta be able to pimp out yourself somehow. I know, but I mean, it's just like I'm just like so like sketched out about like people judging me on certain shit. So it's like I just don't. Wow, I, who cares? Right. That, that's where I got to start changing things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> but I, see, that's why like everybody that's going on this hunt tomorrow, they're all basically here, right? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So it's like that's why now it's gonna be more comfortable in the morning for me to like actually right. just try to do my thing. You know. See here, and I'll, I'll I'll openly admit it. This this whole field, this whole setup, this isn't even from me. Right. Not at all. I mean, Caden's the one that's got permission. Yeah, well, yeah, Caden got permission from Landon, who is his buddy, and Landon said, "Come on." Right. And the only reason that that happened is because of Justin Hoeing. <coughs> I mean, where did he go? He's not even here yet. He had to pull his pants up before he got up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some serious plumber crack. I about lost it. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know what it is about but podcasts that's... and hotel rooms, but I've got it down to a science. You know what I'm saying? Like. Fuck, dude. But you know what? That's what's cool about Waterfowl. So I went to college with Justin. Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't go to college with Justin. I went to college in the same town Justin lives in Okay. at the time. Yeah. That's how I know him. Justin knows Caden. Caden knows Landon. See how we're kind of going in a full circle here? And yeah, it makes now, sense like that. Now here we are. Yeah. Now here we are yeah. in, in, you know, Mitchell, South Dakota. I, I, when you said Mitchell, South Dakota, when I slid up in your story, I was like, gold. I haven't been home for the two corn months. Corn Palace. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like, what do you have here? You have the Corn Palace, don't you? I'm like, yeah, real exciting. Dude, I kind of want to go. I want to go see things that are Dude, made Dude, okay. Corn. Okay, what we got to do, what we got to do, Kate, listen to me, hear me out. Shoot a shitload of geese and go to the Corn Palace? Yes, but leave them all in the back of the bed of the truck and we park right in the center. And I'm, I'm already and there on Main Street and I snap a photo real quick. Yes. We got to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, we're doing it. All right. I hope the geese are listening. You know, snow geese are always a pain in the ass. You just got to have fun of, with them. Speaking of the geese, have you guys heard about the uh, the avian flu breakout that's going on? Pretty. I was nuts, asking you, like, well, I mean, why do, I mean, does that really throw a wrench into anything like snow goose hunting-wise? I mean... Damn, Colby guys. Jeez. Who is it? It's your mom? No, Colby mom. guys. We should should we add Colby guys into the fucking no I'm just kidding but anyways yeah oh, he's probably already had his time on this podcast Sorry, Colby. <laughs> yeah I did two with him a row in a row in Omaha <clears throat> no. but go on um no it's pretty nuts dude they're finding thousands dead yeah. thousands dead I've seen Snapchats today of like Canada geese getting it uh, we actually had a spec today yeah just dump out of nowhere everybody's like oh here comes a blue here comes a blue and somebody called out no that's a spec and just died three or four hundred yards out like up in the air. 
I, it didn't, I mean, it didn't die. It landed in the water and then started throwing its head around. And I mean, their brain is melting. That's essentially what the avian flu does. So now, wasn't it, it was Parker saying that like this has been, or were you saying it, that it like this is like a reoccurring thing? No, that was Drew. That was, that's Justin's brother. Okay. Saying that. Um, he, uh, yeah, he, he had mentioned that earlier. It, it's not uncommon. I don't uh, like for for you know avian born Ill- illnesses. Isn't it crazy though how much social like we were talking about how much social media has bloomed? Because before like you said like you wouldn't, it, have, know, you wouldn't, wouldn't have known, no, you wouldn't have cared, and now it's like <gasps> it's news. It's like <laughs> it's like yeah, it's the power of Facebook. Well, yeah, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, everything. Facebook, Instagram, high point out. <laughs> or you see it on Facebook and you think it's definitely fake news until you actually see it yourself. Right, that's true. Very true. But everything about Joe Biden is fake, so. Yes, correct. This, this is true. Yes. That's the old fart base. You did it, Joe. Yeah, we did it, Joe. And there's <laughs> 13 it, vehicles Joe. in some suburban, like, <laughs> middle of the field. Like, yeah, this seems real, real legit. Five ninety nine gas. You did it, Joe. Back better. Yeah, have you seen gas prices? You're like seven fucking bucks. Imagine paying seven bucks to go scouting. You wouldn't make it. You wouldn't survive. You will not survive. I made it. In seven bucks a gallon? No. Oh, I mean, four dollars a gallon at seven miles yeah, per gallon on a twenty-two foot trailer. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I'm at. I think I'm at. I used to get. I used to get fourteen miles per gallon with my pickup. Now I get eleven, and I think it's because of the gas price or the gas is like the gas get, prices. The are gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds so dumb. The gas no. is going down. Yeah. Yeah. no, I'm saying like the gas is getting worse and worse. Probably is. It's shittier gas. Yeah. from Russia, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because Russia I mean, and Ukraine are fucking are the fighting. Oil comes here, it gets refined. It's yeah. Terrible. Everything gets refined in life. This podcast gets refined. <laughs> yes. So, are you going to come out to uh, Minnesota and do? Can I? I? I had. Well, I had heard you guys are already. You're you're doing it, right? You're kind of thinking about coming out that way. I really want to come out to Minnesota. I just want to find the right people to go with. So, if High Point's the right people to go with, hey man, I can show you a few videos. We'll that'll do another knock, podcast up in Minnesota. That'll knock your socks off. Yeah, dude. I want to do this whole traffic we hunting. Can, we can do it. Can over, we do it? We could do it over some beers we and can a few slices of my wife's do that. bread. Oh, yeah, your wife's never bread and bread is good? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Ask Justin. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I never thought about getting married is for that banana bread. <laughs> 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 if you're listening, Justin needs his own loaf of banana bread. Is it just really moist or what? Huh? Really moist or what? My wife or the my wife or the banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is D all Bowl. of the above. D all of the above. This isn't a math test. That's really not. Okay, so it's when can I come fact. up to Minnesota then? Dude, September. September for sure. <laughs> I can't. Second. There's no way. Why? My what September is booked. Like hard. For what? What are you doing? Like I have my September geese and then I'm I do my uh, just turning into an annual hunt. Um, that I have guys from Missouri and uh, and Oklahoma come up and oh, shit. Cool. So where at? Uh, that is very disclosed. Ooh, Sorry. like because that it's it's a part of South Dakota that is very hefty. Ooh. I can tell you guys off air, but I just no, that's like fine. it's yeah, really like that for sure. Yeah, like nobody it's a wants, ta- nobody wants to know where my honey. My honey <laughs> it's not even a honey hole, there. but it's like there's not like hundreds of thousands of geese there. It's just like. The geese there don't get touched. Like I was right. telling you, like Canada geese in South Dakota are really easy. Like I'll very, say it. It's really it's easy. I different. could tell. 
it's very easy. <laughs> we were fucking with him today on the Molt Gear calls this oh morning. God. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. Molt Gear calls. Oh, man. Right yeah. out of the box, they're just ready to rock and roll. They're the best. Yeah. They are the best. You know what's funny? Well, look I, at all the bands on that one. There's only Molt Gear calls on there. You know what I'm saying? That, that's yeah, what happens. Just, Justin, let me, oh, well. Justin, let me see that thing. Yeah. It's really light. No, 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 no. I'm not blowing it. We're not going to blow it. I just want to see the line. You don't have no bling on there. <laughs> Molt gear only. Yeah, that's it. No, that's a that's a heavy lanyard right there. So, how many banding projects do you guys have in Minnesota? To be honest, I'm those not. Those are all Iowa birds. Oh, those are all Iowa's. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy because Minnesota kills the crap out of our out of uh, their molts. Like ninety percent of the bands that they kill are from Northwest Iowa. I swear, or in the Iowa area. Really? Well, I think a lot of I think this year we actually had three Iowa bands. To mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. How many bands do you guys kill a year in Minnesota? Well, as high point, let's leave it at that. Last year was five. Really? So, so not you, very many. I was at last year. That was at a record high. Record high. When I say my season this year, and like just in general, like because like, I travel to seven states. Dude, we killed nine bands just in South Dakota. Dang. And I was like off the charts. Like we we killed a banded quill this year. Dang. Did you see all the guys in early season in North Dakota spanking bands oh this year? Oh my gosh. I went to North Dakota this year for the first time and I have mixed feelings about that. Like I really do about like it's like my anxiety is like so bad. So it's like, yeah, you're on this field for free, but it's like anybody else can be on that field for free too yeah that's what's that's what's bad about it it's it's hard to it's like yeah you're in that field but you're talking about well and then now they have the electronic posting too so see okay and then my buddies were like oh it says it's not posted on on x i'm like on x is a source it is not not the actual way to look it up Mm -hmm. you gotta go to the dot org of north dakota yeah sometimes it'll match up sometimes it doesn't like do you want to really rely on an app you know, no. Oh, I mean, that's that's up to the individual hunter. Yeah, I mean, I know. no, I wouldn't. Well, we were on the first hunt, and I was all with these guys, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "It, it all worked out." Like I'm saying, like the field was actually like not posted, but I'm like, they're like, "Yeah, I'm just not posted on on X," and we're literally playing bean bags in the middle of this road till midnight, and then drove our pickups out there, set the set the spread up. Yeah, at I know. That's twelve oh one. That's the thing. It's how how bad do you want to do it? Unless you have like a spot where it's sole permission out there, that's which is hard. What I do like about North Dakota though is, if it's not posted, you can call the farmer and post it yourself. You uh-huh. know, once you get permission for it, you can post it yourself. I think that is really unique in that. So, yeah, as a South Dakota person, that the farmers are so nice to me. Like when I was up there, we went and knocked on the doors, and they were like astonished that we were asking for permission. I'm like. I just can't hunt on a field that I just don't know I the farmer. Do it, no, I just I, it, a lot of them in North Dakota are actually really astonished when people come to the front door. They're like, "Oh my God, you're actually coming to ask me?" I feel like it frustrates them. Like I really do. I, I really, mean, in a, some, in a sense, I've but I think they really sometimes. respect it because I think a lot of people in, especially like the old North Dakota before yeah. COVID hit, before when everything was pretty much unposted, where people would probably just go in their fields and run it up still... and do donuts and everything else. Exactly. That's like the yep. terrible thing. And I've talked highly about, not highly, I've talked a lot about like how people really like, I get it, go out and have fun, but do you really want to detrimize like everybody else's chance about going into that field? You know what I mean? Right. Some guys go to great lengths to 
fuck other people over. And, and they don't even know or don't even understand of what they're doing. Like, no, they don't. Not only are they fucking the next person over, like, for the people that were maybe going to hunt that field, they're fucking themselves over for next year. And every year after that. Yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. Once you screw a it's farmer a over once, it's... Oh, yeah. they're, they're old school. That. Every farmer you run into is old school. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's only it's only going to get harder every year and year for permission. Well, correct. And the price is only going to go up, up and up and up, which that's why I love South Dakota so much is that I've never had to pay a dime for a lease or sorry. I don't don't even know what a lease is in South Dakota. Mm -hmm. I don't. I really don't. Yeah. Like we we get we get several no's and this and that and the other. But I'll never I'm not me and my friends have talked like I think we should start throwing money their way because there's a lot of fields where it's like, fuck, we could screw them up there. You know, what if we just ask for 20 bucks for each person that wants to go and then to show it to the farmer, you know? Yeah. You know, in in uh, in Arkansas, I was expecting to pay a substantial amount of money for leases or day leases Yeah, for spring snows. And, I mean, bless their hearts, these landowners just said, yeah, go ahead. In Arkansas? Yeah. Really? And you know what I did? You still I, paid them. I paid them a fucking day lease anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it should be, though. It's like... If they're being nice, like it's like if you got a hot they're, server, tip them well, you know. They're a lot. Yeah, exactly. They're, they are allowing you to utilize their land for you to make money as an outfitter. Exactly. You are making money off their if land you're that making they money off their land, and in the process, tearing it up. Give them some money. Yeah, exactly. It's just money. You know. I mean, that's what you're there for. See, that's why it's like farmers, like, I really think they just, they, they live off of that, not live off of that money, but they just, they love that. You know, it's like, dude, that's fine. I don't have to do shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, people don't understand, like, don't fuck them over. Because you could literally build the biggest friendship with them. Yes, there's money that's involved, but you're always going to be their go-to person. They know that they can make money off of you. Right. And you can go back there year after year, year. and remind them. And they're never going to ask for any more money nope. if you mm-hmm. treat them right, you know? Exactly. Yes, you're going to always have to give them money, but you're never going to have to <clears> upscale <throat> any of your money ever. Yeah. And there were some, there were a couple fields where we had some of our, you know, <coughs> our bigger shoots off of. Right. That, um, you know, I, I let them know. I actually have something a little bit more special in store and it's it's in the process of being done right now. Oh, then I'm gonna have sent their way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what's a what's a gift you would give to a farmer besides money? Besides besides money? Yeah. Uh, l- last spring, I give alcohol and everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends. Honestly, you you gotta you have to learn how to you have to learn how to speak to a landowner, figure out what it is that they like without actually right. asking. Or I mean, maybe you could just ask them directly. I do it in a kind of a roundabout way so that I can kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm always calculate. I'm, I'm calculative up here. Oh, are you? So I go, I go roundabout way. I figure out what they like. I go get it for them. And without them asking or me saying anything, I just give it to them. The and biggest. Then, and then, you know, then they're like, oh, no, no, no. You didn't have to do that. Right. Yes, I fucking did. <laughs> I, I, am making, yeah, I am making a lot of money on your field for just this afternoon. This is the least I can do. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The I biggest would love gift to be able to do it again. Awesome. Thanks. And then afterwards, the other coolest part, send them a fucking picture with all the dead birds. Dude. Yeah. It's not hard. Send them that. They love that shit. They Especially do. Snow geese. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, any birds, honestly. See, like, the biggest gift that I can give to a South Dakota farmer is walleyes. 
or oh, walleye yeah. because they don't have yeah. time to go fishing. Right. And every South Dakota or Minnesota person or any Midwest person loves walleye, and no farmer has time to go fishing. Are you going to cut me if I say I like crappie better? That's a big oof, Dove. That's bro. a big <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, right, we're going to peace out here, no? <laughs> yeah, hey, all I did was ask the question. I didn't say that I did. Do you, well, though? Kind of, actually. Especially yeah. down in Arkansas, you know, they don't get ice down there. So if you kind of slip in some ice-cold walleye in there, oh, boy. They still wouldn't even they know. They don't even know. No, yeah. no they, they probably don't know. But No, you know why? Because they eat fried catfish. They don't care about walleye. Yeah. This is, this is true. Valid point. Yeah. But any kind of fried fish is good, in my opinion. Dude, anything fried. Correct. Dude, there's people that fry fucking like butter. Like what? Like and eat fried butter. Like you're Deep crazy, motherfucker. <laughs> you think you're fat now? Like eat a couple fried butter sticks. You know you're gonna be yep. up there with the fucking cholesterol. You know. Right. So you were saying today that you got uh, that you got a couple of sponsorships, and obviously that was in on the intro. What? Uh, how'd that process go for you? Constantly just reaching out to him. Like, yeah, just constantly like selling yourself, selling the Goose Gossip podcast. But I really think Kate, or like, well, Goose Gossip sold itself. You know, yeah. like my demographic like really reaches out to them and like touches base with them because like I don't showboat. I don't let people come on here and like talk about how many numbers of geese they kill or this and that and the other. Right. It's about inspiring people like the right way to do the waterfowl industry. And I don't even like to call it an industry. It's like go back to the roots of why the fuck you started hunting. Correct. Like. Mm-hmm. The drama. Like, so, like, a year ago, I was just hunting here in Mitchell. Me and my buddy just go out and kill geese. I'd post it on Instagram for friends and family. And now I got people watching me, and it's like, I got to, like, I don't even even care to watch my steps. It's like, this is how you should do it. And I really believe that's the only way you should do it. Like, Mm -hmm. go out there and hunt. Don't go out there and try to kill. Like, enjoy the people you're around. Like, I I made this saying where it's like, somebody said... uh, What's so, or a mixed bag is like one of the be- best bags. And somebody commented that. And I said, the people that are behind the pile make the pile worthwhile. Yeah. Very nice. That's very true. You know what I mean, though? Very true. Like, if you just went hunting with a whole bunch of like new people all the time, like right now, I've never met any of you motherfuckers ever in my life. But mm-hmm. now, like, if we kill a whole bunch of geese tomorrow, Awesome. Very awesome. Yeah. Very guess, awesome. Guess what? We'll all remember it. We'll all remember it because like we're all interconnecting and having fun without even before we even pull the trigger. And I'm not even gonna pull the trigger tomorrow. But if I take a picture of all of us behind some dead geese, mm-hmm. even seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, you want me to go on? It don't matter to me. Shit. I mean we had just, we had upwards of four thousand decoys out there. We killed six today. Right. That's and you guys so, still you guys no were still hunting. bullshitting and having fun by the time so I got there. Hunting. You know what I mean? That's that's hunting. Yeah, not everything is about killing. No, not at all. No, I mean unless unless you're, I mean some of the some of the paying clients, that's what it's about. Yeah, like you were saying though, they're they're paying for a product. Yeah, but here's the thing: they're paying for service, and and from the outfitter's perspective, the service should be, I mean, the outcome should be the product, which is so not trying to like talk about other outfitters, but so like obviously I was down at Harris, and like Harris was talking, Tyson was saying is like. I'm trying to give them entertainment in the field and outside the field. And he's Correct. like, even outside the field. And like, so I just did a podcast with uh, Cole Burford and went down there in Texas and, and went hunting with him. I had to pay for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was like, I had fun in and out. And he's like, him and Deeb that own um, Long Neck down in Texas, they're like, we want people to come 
for the reality of like camaraderie. Like we we want them to come right. back for like the entertainment and everything, like the food, the lodge, mm-hmm. everything or whatever. Like that's what should really push people to come back is like, I really like Matt and I really like Nick. Like that's what I'm saying, you know? Like that's yeah. like the biggest thing that I really think you guys should push because that's in all reality, like that's what's gonna get you returning clients. Cause you I could mean, you can hunt birds all you want, but you can never fucking and right. honestly you can't just drop birds. Throwing you know? it back to that point. Just the camaraderie and the lodging and the meals. Like we had, we had a pretty badass setup down in Arkansas. Really? Like oh, it, yeah. it couldn't have been any better. To be honest, like the lodge was way over ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a, uh, it's a duck club, and we hooked up with this guy. His name's Kevin O'Sullivan, and shout out Kevin. Yep, shout out Kevin, and uh, he was nice enough to to let us in the lodge. And I mean to put fifty six clients through there, we're already eighty five percent booked for next year. That's awesome for spring snows. That's gotta bring a smile to your face. Sorry, I'm gonna rephrase that. Eighty five percent rebook. Oh, okay. Rebook. 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 Yeah. Yep. And how many of that? And you said you were pretty successful down in Arkansas. So I mean, that's just like a fifty percent factor, though. It's like, what if? Well, okay, what if? But we, I mean, we sold the experience. We didn't sell the hunt. Right. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. No, exactly, because the lodging was so, like, key to it. That's a key part of it, major part of, um, of you know, the package that, that, we're, that we're selling, the three-day hunt package right. with, um, with the lodging, with the meals. You know, the lodging and the meals, there were five of us, five people for the majority of the time. We had some people that had come and help uh, throughout – the Arkansas season, but mm-hmm. we had two spreads of, you know, anywhere between 1,500 to, to 2,000 to 2,200 decoys in a spread every day. And we also did the cooking. <laughs> wow. Well, for, I'm going to clarify, we did the cooking for supper. Um, you know, part of the, uh, the lodging staff had done the breakfast or brunch or lunch, whatever time we did get I back. I can cook a mean breakfast. Well, if you want to come down, come on down. <laughs> Correct. But uh, but no, the, the lodging part and the the camaraderie with it, that's the reason that made it so successful was just the whole package. It wasn't just us. I mean, it was a, it's a team effort all around. Yeah. For sure. I'm glad you were saying, like, you, like, stopped yourself when you said I. You're like, it's we as High Point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I'm never going to be the one to take full credit for it because it's not just me. Like, right. I can call the shit out of a fucking mulkey or goose call, but I can't do it and break down migrator, migrators by myself without Nick or Justin. Or, That's very or, true. Or you know what I mean? It's all a team thing. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's never going to be just me or it's yeah. never going to be just Nick. It's never going to be just Justin. It's all about all of us pulling together our knowledge, our skill level, and getting shit done. Yeah. The other thing about Arkansas, too, is along with the lodging and the meals and all that stuff, with the hunting, we never blinked one day. Oh, that's very true. You never skunked? Never skunked never once. Never once brought the skunk you home. You said blanked? Blanked, skunked. Same thing. Skunk never came home. Damn. Now, I don't think I skunked this year, this year. Now, there were days where we killed one. Where our clients had, we had, there were a day where we had 15 shooters out there and we killed one goose. And the next day they killed 74. Yeah. Mm. It's just the, 
It's just the way it is. The way she goes. Yep. <coughs> hunting, so we'll, a, hunting a full moon. Birds are feeding at night. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. You do what you can do, and, <clears throat> and uh, you know, you provide the service. That's the part. Right. That is the shitty part about being the outfitter is, is answering that question and saying, you know, their question is, well, why didn't we kill any fucking geese? Well, and you could, it sounds like you're just giving up excuses, but I mean, they came out there and boom, there's 2,020 or, you know, 2,200 decoys or 2,000 decoys sitting right. out there and then they're sitting in whites and <coughs> hey, why don't we kill any geese? Well, gee, man, I don't know. You want me to call them and ask? I, you know. <laughs> right. That's just that could be your. Asshole. Let me let that me check out. See what they're doing. Yeah, that could be your asshole answer, or you could say, "Look, man, here's the video from last night." Or you bring them along. You say, "Hey, follow in a truck along with us and and come look at the field. This is what we're." You gonna do be. that? Yeah. So you offer it? Yeah. yeah because you know happened. what? I, yeah, because we stand behind what we put out there. Right. You I'm have not, to though. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit and sell a snow goose hunt in one spread that hasn't moved in 20 days. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many outfitters do that well, down there. And yeah. you know what? There are days where they there are days where they smash. Right. And it works yeah. for them, you know? Yeah. And, and it's and like, it's you not know, your harping. It's like, it's they just, do that. Yeah, you know? it's just not my cup of tea. Right. When we say that we're out there to chase feeds, if we can't get permission on the X, if I can't pay for it, I mean, dude, there was a day where a guy wanted me to pay 2500 bucks for a day to hunt it. Yeah. Fuck that. I wasn't making $2,500 that day, so I said no. So we ran traffic on the field and we killed like twenty. See, but it's, people get so misconcepted with snow geese about how many geese they can kill. Yeah, you know why? YouTube, YouTube, social media. Yeah, everybody thinks you're gonna be able to kill, you know, sixty, eighty, hundred plus. Yeah, every it's time not you fucking go. True. There was never a day in Arkansas where we never had two trucks on the road at once. What do you mean? Like with, there with, was yeah. always scouting every oh, single okay. chasing okay. feeds, knowing where the birds are, which direction they're going, what roost they're on. That's gotta be very productive to the day. It I mean it's it's definitely a necessity when you're chasing feeds, especially with two spreads. Yeah. Well, always, think about it, Levi. We only had for the majority of the time, you know, I would say seventy five percent of the time we had five people there. Wow. Mm-hmm. You huh. know, we had you know, Troy Troy is always guiding a hunt. He never not guided a hunt. So I think on opening morning, I took the sac you know, I took the sacrifice. I was the one that that went out on the road and was looking, checking. So we went down there early on purpose so that we could say, All right, here's option A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, whatever. Yeah. And we picked our options for opening morning, let them hunt, and I'm checking all the way around. I mean, every day, dude. I think I in Arkansas. I think by the when I got down there, I think I I probably put on like ten thousand miles. I'm not kidding. Oh yeah. Wow. Definitely, it was at least five hundred a day. I mean, that's, if you're scouting, I would say that's extreme. Uh, but like over over two twenty a day, easy. So what's next for High Point then? Um, you know, I had some stuff in the works that uh, that kind of fell through. Um. On the on the spring snow goose side, but you know it is what it is. Um, honestly, just mastering what we've already done, I think, is what's next. You know, we've got we've you got to always good, push for the next level. You know, definitely. I mean, we've got a good footprint. <sighs> the banquet beer. I don't know. The banquets just get me fired up. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> How fired up are you? <coughs> Dude, I don't care what anybody says. You drink enough Kakur's banquets. Kakur's? 
you you will in a k- 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 two cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, honestly, we've got such a good footprint in Arkansas now, uh, in the uh, in the area that we're at, and, and a couple of different areas, and, and some connections down there. I have no, I mean, I have no issues with saying that we're going to definitely be successful next year for sure. Good, that's unless, the mindset you should the, have. Unless the avian bird flu kills all the snow geese. Unless Nick gonna... fucks it up or something. Yeah, probably will. No, nah, Nick couldn't. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick I'm kidding, Nick. No, Nick couldn't fuck it up. He's too good of a guy. <coughs> Nick, you do seem like a good dude. I That's try. Right. Hey, you want to hand me another one of them Coors banquets? Out of the K2 cooler? Yeah, out of the K2 cooler. What do you do? Okay. K2. First, first, first instances of that, Matt. What do you think, though? Is it is it pretty unique? Dude, that's pretty cool. I like that. Right? I like that. Yeah, I definitely want one of those. Yeah. yeah I, I know. I wish uh, K2 coolers would sponsor an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, me, let me talk to him. I know a guy. Okay, yeah. Exactly. No man, definitely. If if you got uh, if you got time, you know, either next next fall or next spring. I mean, shit. When's the latest that I could come out to Minnesota care. though? Honestly, December, <laughs> like right before Christmas. Twenty sixth, ain't it, or twenty eighth? You guys still trafficking in December? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we actually did. Uh, uh, what I want to do? We did a hunt with Beretta this year in December. Really? And it was tough. Tough. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, we had yeah we had Beretta out um, with us, and we. Uh, I think me, Nick, and AJ put on. I don't know. I mean, shit. That was damn near. That was that was like a full uh, a part time job technically. It's like a like, full week in advance. Yeah, full <laughs> week in advance. We tried to set this up. <laughs> Had these guys out filming for for stuff that they were going to produce at Shot Show and. Oh really? Yeah. Well, then Shot Show like there was that big outbreak of COVID or whatever, and uh, they pulled out of Shot Show. So like, they kind of the footage that they sent was fucking sweet. Really? Yeah, I wish I could show you, but I can't. Ah, it's one of those things. Classified. One of those things. Yeah, dude. I, info. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, my my dream gun is a Breda A400 Extreme. Really? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So this was. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can. I can say this, and I'll just say it. It's fine. It's okay. Free. Yeah. It's, 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 it's it's fine. It's it's, it's fine. free advertising yeah. for them, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. It's okay. But okay. it was the whole purpose of it was to showcase their A300 Ultima. Ooh. It's their new A three hundred Ultima, yeah. So they had uh, they had a film crew come out and um, have a friend uh, Cody, and he let us borrow his trailer blind that he built, and it is a Mac dude. It's it's like the Taj Mahal of trailer blinds. Yeah, you ever hunted up a trailer blind before? Fuck no. It's fucking sweet. Like goose hunting wise? Yeah, dude. Nah. It's like an A-frame on wheels. It's fucking sweet. Drops down to the ground like an ice ice house? It's exactly what it is. Shut it's the fuck a, up. It's an ice house frame. Seriously? He, yeah, dude. Where? You guys, you we have photos of this? We had 10, didn't yeah, we? I'll sh- yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, it's on This is a regular thing? For him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's got the money or something like that. Dude, he spent so much time. He worked his ass off on it. And kudos to Cody. Shout out. Thank you very much for, for letting us borrow that. And Shout out's guys, going all over. Yeah, dude. Those guys at Beretta loved it. They really? Ate it, they ate it up. They have never hunted out of it then, huh? No. no. Really? No, half of them had never even hunted out of an A-frame. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I was really surprised that you guys were in layouts today, but go on. Sorry. No, but so anyway, so we had Beretta, uh, we had Beretta out, and it was it was a struggle. I mean, Nick, I think what did we kill like fourteen or fifteen geese for three days? Fifteen, I think. Yeah, 
It was tough, dude. It, it went okay, were those like, guys? Do you remember? Were you, those guys appreciative of it though? Still, definitely. Do you remember when we then. were talking about how bad October was? Yeah, October stretched all the way from like through November <coughs> and into December. So we had these guys out the first week of December, and Minnesota really did not start to get any sort of weather. Mm-hmm. You know, to get the birds moving out of the city limits, because that's what we're hunting. Yeah, birds in city limits. We couldn't get birds out of city limits until, I mean, shit, damn near Christmas, dude. Wow. Because you guys, the season got stretched this year, didn't it? No. No. I thought it did. The season didn't get stretched. The bird limit got stretched. Uh, We went from three to five. Has your season always been the same then? Our early season has always been five Canada geese is your limit. I'm saying dates-wise, though. Like, has it always been the same? Like, yeah. it's never changed? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's okay. not never changed. I'm sure it's changed. Right. I mean, personally, I don't... I mean... You've never seen it. You, you've never seen I it I know. I just pay attention to that year. Right. Yeah. See, I just... But, I, get, I get frustrated just thinking about all the regulations that Minnesota throws around. Like well, hunting. That's what comes with a blue state. Yeah, I know. You guys coming into South Dakota with blue plates, whoo, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. But you know what? Trying to get, you know, getting permission for snow geese is completely different than getting permission for Oh, for yeah. Fall. Oh, absolutely. They don't care what yeah. your plate says when they're seeing, yeah. you know, 10,000 snow geese sitting on their cornfield shitting and eating everywhere. Just destroying everything. They do destroy everything. You know, I had a guy in Arkansas sit there and tell me, he gave, he gave us permission after I paid him. Uh-huh. We hunted it. The next day, show up there to scout, and he's got no trespassing signs all over and whatever. For you? Well, I mean, I don't, it didn't say, like, Matt Robertson can't hunt here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> no, I, but I went over, and I stopped over at his house, and I'm like, hey, what's that about? And he goes, yeah, you know, I changed my mind. I'm like, right, but I paid you. Oh, wait. This was, hunt. oh. I, was like, I paid you to hunt for the weekend, dude. It's Saturday night. We hunted this morning. He goes, yeah, well, changed my mind. I think I like the geese. And I'm like, well, we just shot a fucking shitload of them, so yeah. you can't like them that much. And I sent you the picture, and you replied, and you said, sweet. <laughs> I don't know. So he just changed his mind, and he said that he actually likes the fact that they eat the grass out of the rice field. I didn't. I don't think it's I actually saw. super surprising. I definitely heard that a few times more than expected when you go and ask him for permission. Right. Oh, I actually I, like looking at him. I like yeah. bird watching. Goes, oh, I okay. Like, I like that they eat the grass out of the rice field, and they fertilize it for me. Yep. <laughs> okay. What a joke. Thanks, guy. Take take my take my money. I guess I'll just leave. <laughs> it's a weird time. Appreciate it. Here. It's weird. You know, I mean, everybody's particular, and but like I said, bless their hearts. It's their land. It's their call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I can know, bitch about so it all they want, but at the end of the day, it's not my decision. Land. It's up to them. I wish you could just. I wish we could just like own all the land in the world, but that'd be tough. That'd be very tough. <laughs> that'd be tough. Very tough. How do you keep it up? How do you keep up with it all? All right. One last thing. What's like the biggest step that you want to do with like High Point ever? Like, what's, like, your biggest dream with High Point? That's a good question. Honestly, I mean... Come on. I don't really know. I, the only <laughs> thing that I can really... Drum roll. <laughs> the only thing I can really answer that with, like, me personally, and, I mean, Nick can can say his his piece as well, mine would just be to, to stick to my word, mm-hmm. you know, uh, practice what I preach, 
and to give my damn best effort at, with every hunt like I have this entire season and continue that forward with everybody that's that's with us, you know. Having uh having Nick, having Wyatt, having Troy and Elizabeth, uh, you know, Troy's girlfriend there to help in in Arkansas, along with AJ and Mark when they came down and, and Harrison Creed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, without all of every single one of their help pieces of help, it was would have been impossible. So I guess my biggest dream would be to, you know, continue to grow the team that we already have around us. Yeah. And just practice what we preach and just kill it. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep, you know, whatever happens, happens. There's, like I said, there's been an opportunity that it kind of fell through, unfortunately, for us. And, right. um, you know, that kind of would have doubled us in size, actually, more than doubled us in size. But, wow. you know, it is what it is. It's It wasn't the right time. But uh, yeah, to answer your question in full, but that would be it. Practice what I preach and and continue on with it and do it right by the clients, like I have always said. What about you, Nick? What what do you want out of High Point for the next future? Honestly, pretty much what exactly what he said. Yeah. Like being like not like a guide service that likes to lie. Yeah. In a sense, where like. We'll do our damn best to have the birds right when they come. But if they're not there, you know, we're going to tell you. Right. Be honest, straight yeah, up. Be, straight up. Yeah. We're going to be true guys. And, you know, not. we're just not going to take your money like that because I wouldn't want to have that happen to me. So And produce some of the best goddamn molt, molt hunts in yeah, the state I wanna of Minnesota, see the, dude. They're going to be disgusting. <laughs> I hope so. Oh. I hope so. Yeah, if Mig Mountain produces, uh, I, I'll, I'll, Mig I'll Mountain. Add, yeah. Well, that's what we call it, dude. It's huge. This hill is massive, but that's that's one more thing I'll add to it. Is I want to put a pit in that field within before August. Let me come dig it. I love excavators, dude. The landowner's got one. I bet you if I just got him drunk off his ass, he'd say, "Yeah, go for it." <laughs> yeah. Give him, give him seven Coors Banquets. If, He'll do the magic. No, dude, he's a Miller High Life guy. Oh, yeah. I know. It sucks. I got to bring him, like, case after case. <laughs> I actually have to pick him up, like, four logs to chew before I come home. <laughs> <laughs> that was cheaper here in South Dakota. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, it's insane. <laughs> and if you want a turkey hunt, that boy's got turkeys on his land, too. Ooh, okay. So we're talking about turkeys. What time are we waking up in the morning? Hmm. What do you think, boys? Should we get to the field at 6? Everything's already set. Six it Four, is. 4,000 deep. So we're up at five. All we got to do is plug in batteries and... It's going to break up that. But I don't think... It, how cold is it supposed to get tonight? I don't know, like 27 degrees. I, I don't think, think that's going to shell over. It will. Dude, will yeah. it? After today, seeing all the Canada's fly by and just doing it absolutely dirty. Just. I wish I had my malt gear so with me. excited for next September. You, I don't don't have, you don't bring it with you? It's in. It's back in Sioux Falls. Scott... <laughs> Scott, this guy is not traveling within his car. Yeah, I forgot it. Okay, don't ask. <laughs> no, I'm me. just kidding. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Well, should we grab some rest? Quotation mark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want, I don't care. I I just open a Coors so we can keep her going. If you want, I don't, it's up to you. No, we're gonna wrap this thing up. We're already at an hour and fourteen minutes. Dang boy. Yeah, that's true. It is eleven. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here. Thanks for having me on. Or sorry, thanks for having me over here. (laughs) 
I think many, too many coors. I think these coors bangles are getting out. Too many banquets. Too many coors and that k two. Well, thanks Nick and thanks Matt. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Thanks for coming out. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, here we go. All right.